Alright, all you witches and warlocks out there, this episode starts with a little bit of a joke segment that me and uh, Eric thought would be really funny. Reading strange, erotic fan fiction for ghost adventures. So if the prospect of that is too hot, too steamy, and too stupid for you, please skip to 16 minutes and 45 seconds. That way you don't have to hear about Zack and Aaron on a vibrating, possessed bed. And what Zack wears underneath his underwear. And if you're game, strap on in. It gets pretty wacky. Uh, I found a short piece of erotic Ghost Adventures fan fiction. Alright, I was not expecting to have a boner during recording, but it sounds like it's gonna be it's gonna be a hot, hot evening. It's gonna be a hot evening. Fuck. <laughs> and I'll send you the lines as we go in in the chat, okay, because I I want you to be surprised by oh the horrors ahead of us. Okay, okay, I'm I'm so fucking excited. This little story comes from an anonymous submitter to Archive of Our Own, which is the largest fan fiction aggregate website on in the world. Uh, thank you, listener Caitlin Martin, for turning me on to this. Oh my god. I thought you were going to say Caitlin wrote it. <laughs> I was like, that's not, no. How about this? This will be a game. If our witches and warlocks start submitting insane, come fight me in the dark related fan fiction Ooh. to Archive Fire of Our Own, we'll Ooh, see if we can catch. Yes. But we, but it got to be subtle because we want, we have to see if we can guess if it's one of ours. Here's a given. It, it, we will know it's you if you can include Dave Schrader. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I didn't see much slash Dave Schrader on here. <laughs> if you can get Dave Schrader in there, um, fucking uh, Richard Sennett. Yeah, Richard Sennett covered in mud and naked in the background. But the wor- the one that I bet you can't because it's impossible, Billy Tully. <laughs> if you include Billy Tully in your fan, your erotic fan fiction, first of all, Joel will not be able to read it, but I will. <laughs> I will read it to Joel and I will deal with the consequences. Uh, Eric, I have really shocking news for you. Oh no. There's like 20 plus pages of this shit and there is a lot of slash Billy Tully. No! People are trying to put Billy Tully in situations where he's fucking Zack, he's fucking Aaron, he's fucking Optimus Prime in one, I think. There's like a Transformers slash Ghost Adventures. Wow, there are people out there that want to fuck Billy Tully. That's just brutal. That's just like, oh gosh, wow, wow. Couldn't even imagine that. I'm thinking there is, there probably is not anyone who, who watched Richard Sennett. And was like, you know what? That is the hottest piece of ass I've ever seen. Yet, but because people are going to discover our podcast and be inspired to go back and watch <gasps> the old episodes, oh. Richard Senate's going to have a, a, a summer, the summer of Senate. A Senescence. <laughs> a Senescence. A sensual Senescence. Richard Ons. <laughs> let, me, let me introduce this story. Uh, the title is Feel the Vibrations. <sighs> I'll start us off with the first paragraph. Okay. 
By the way, Witches and Warlocks, we're going to read this verbatim, including all of the terrible spelling and grammar. Okay, great. Perfect. It all started when Aaron walked into the room with the infamous shaking bed to help Zack with some EVP he heard. When he walked into the room, it was cold. The type of cold only the paranormal could create. This put the man on edge, as any kind <laughs> of ghost activity did. As he got closer to Zack who was on the bed near the corner of the room, period. When Aaron got to the bed, Zach played the recording he got. It was hard to understand what was being said. It just sounded like some kind of noise that he couldn't pin on just being paranormal. After that sound was played, Zach asked Aaron, Get in the bed with me, man, and we can feel the vibrations together. That comment made Aaron get visibly flustered, but lucky for him, the room was dark, so Zack couldn't see his face. Ooh. <laughs> Aaron was hesitant at first to get on the bed, worrying about multiple different situations that could happen if he gets on the bed. <laughs> Zack kept pushing him, though, saying that, quote, it would be a good bonding experience. Oh. Aaron thought that this persistence was just for Zach to get a second person to feel what he's feeling so it can be counted as evidence to their investigation, but li little did he know Zach had some other plans. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh Aaron, which is A R R O N, Aaron. <laughs> fucking elf it's a fucking <laughs> elf oh my god oh i'm aaron of rivendell aaron <laughs> aaron got closer to the bed intending to get in on the other side but instead he was pulled into the smaller man with a loud thud aaron landed on top of zach faces near inches apart <laughs> the tension between the two of them could be cut with a knife <laughs> Tension, not just from what they've been experiencing in the house, but also sexual tension that has build, been building ever since they started working together in 2002. Oh my god. They never acted on these feelings, though, since it would have been unprofessional of them. But something in them that night changed, almost like something possessed one of them to act on his intentions. Oh no. Oh no. The bed they were on was still vibrating. Still vibrating by the time the taller man got on, but after a few seconds, all movement was stopped and the two men were left in silence. They wanted for another sign from the spirits, but nothing seemed to happen. <laughs> Just as Aaron was about to get up, Zack pulled him closer, leaving a light kiss on the other's lips. <laughs> this drove Aaron mad, <laughs> giving him a boost in confidence, leading the man to straddle the man laying on the bed. <laughs> Aaron deepened the kiss, much to Zack's shock. With how jumpy Aaron had been the whole investigation, he was not expecting such boldness from the recently divorced man. <laughs> Aaron was quick to explore the smaller man's body, 
quickly learning the curves and dips of Zack's toned body. That's right. <laughs> the smaller man. <sighs> Zack opens his mouth to moan out Aaron's name. Oh, but it's... No, no. I, I hate this so much. <laughs> but is silenced when the former shoves his tongue into his mouth with force and passion. <laughs> With Aaron now exploring his mouth and body, Zack feels compelled to submit to the man, and instead of trying to dominate him, he let the older man help him out of his clothes. Once he was down to his boxers, he stopped Aaron from going any further to ask, Can I undress you, please? Aaron only nodded his response, leaning back to sit on the bed. God. <laughs> this is so fucked, dude. <laughs> you know, it's funny because I was asking for this shit. I was like, we should do that. That would be really funny. And now I'm not sure if I like this at all. Well, strap on in. It's about to get worse. After what seemed like forever, both of them were in their boxers. Hard-ons, visible from the thin fabric. Just from a glance, it was obvious that Aaron was the larger of the two. <laughs> It caught Zack by surprise, causing the man to pause his actions and admire the former's body. Noticing that Zack was caught off guard at just the outline of his cock, Aaron decided <laughs> to pull out his cock and see what the other's reaction would be. This is the worst writing. Oh, no, I know. How old do you think this person is? This is this must be a teenager. Yes. Mm. I think this is a teenager. This might be Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> it is anonymous. <laughs> it's anonymous. It's 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 honestly, I don't know, it's written the way he might write it. Well, the only thing where it makes me think it's not Aaron is that he does misspell Aaron oh, constantly. Maybe but, but maybe that was a false flag. He did that on purpose. <laughs> he was the that was he did that to cover his ass. Yeah. Well, speaking of his ass. Oh, no. Zach was dumbfounded, to say the least, at what his co-worker of 12 years was packing. Oh. <laughs> he felt the blood rush to his cheeks, but also his cock, as he got <laughs> extremely horny. <laughs> thinking about that cock was going to go inside him. Zach was in the mind for... Whoa, whoa. Zach was in his mind for so long that Aaron just had just pulled his hands to his dick and started jerking himself off with them. This action is what snapped Zack back to reality. Oh, there goes gravity. <laughs> <laughs> now back in the Z moment, Zack became cock hungry. So he got onto his knees in front of Aaron and wrapped his lips around the head of his cock. Zack mainly worked the shaft. All right. Of Aaron's cock, occasionally liking his head, <laughs> sending pleasure all throughout his body. It was a struggle for Aaron not to moan, oh, and he was lucky that the technology they had at the time couldn't really pick him up. Zacked sucked him off so well that Aaron almost gave up on trying to keep quiet. That was until Zack's warm mouth came off his cock and left him wanting more. <laughs> God. Fuck. 
When he pulled the boxers off the man under him, he was met with none other but a butt plug. (laughs) He wasn't too surprised that a man like Zach Baggins would have butt plugs, let alone wear one to investigations. Like, what does that mean? What what does that mean? I is don't. that to keep the is that keeping the spirits out? Is he plugging I, up the hauntings? I think it's so that he doesn't. It's to keep him from shitting, um, because he eats too many fucking clams. He eats just seafood every day, and he has yeah. re- explosive diarrhea all the time. So he has to wear a plug. Just buttery crab and clams. Oh god, slurping out of them. Oh, I think I had a clam gasm. <laughs> clam gasm. Holy kitty cow! Hi, Aaron. Twisted <laughs> the plug around a bit before pulling it out and putting it on the dresser next to the bed. <laughs> Zach had found the best way to muffle his moans when Aaron did this. Luckily or else this act would have ended much faster than they would have liked. Even though the smaller man was already prepared, Aaron felt a little bad just sticking his dick in without doing a little something. So, after the plug was out, Aaron gathered a bit of spit on his fingers and pushed them into Zach's (laughs) pleading hole. Oh, a pleading hole. Oh, a pleading hole. Christ. Come harm me. <laughs> harm me. It hurt, but I, I liked, liked it. it. <laughs> After he was prepared and ready, Aaron rammed his cock in realize. <laughs> Let me. <laughs> this is so poorly written. After he was prepared and ready, Aaron rammed his cock in, realizing just what they were actually doing. He wanted to finish as fast as possible, so that if anyone in the team came to check on them, they wouldn't be caught fucking in a historic house that was haunted. He positioned his hips as fast as he could, not caring about the noise they made anymore. Considering the rest of them would just think that it was the bed being particularly violent that night. (laughs) Particularly violent that night. And that Zack and Aaron were covering it already. Oh, they were covering it. They were covering it. And speaking of covering it, (laughs) Zack came surprisingly fast. I don't feel like it's that surprising. But considering that Aaron him... Aaron was fucking him faster than he'd ever been fucked before. It was understandable. Thanks, Ryder. Aaron, on the other hand, took a bit more time. Still faster than he usually would if he was taking his time and enjoying himself. Aaron ended up coming inside Zack and pushing the plug back in to avoid making a bigger mess than they already had made. Good looking out. Lucky for them, when Zack came, he was able to catch most of his mess and dispose of it properly. So the only thing they really had to clean was any bit of sperm that wasn't caught. After they rished, cleaned up, post-nut clarity hit them like a train when they realized there was an X camera 
in the same room they fucked in. Dun, dun, dun. The, the end. Oh, as if you can't just... Come on, Aaron can just pop the tape out. Oh, no, no, no. See, this is this is live feed. Oh, live feed. So, oh, man, why didn't they, like, do the thing where they, like... They they didn't realize there's an X cam, and then they go back and they find Billy Tully and the other guy jacking off. Well, maybe in part two from this author is is Billy Tully slowly in the command center in the dark by himself, just licking his little butthole butthole lips. Yeah, he's self he's self sucking. <laughs> we shouldn't we shouldn't be that mean to Billy Tully. Uh, oh wow. <laughs> Jesus, Joel, it's happening. Yeah, that that was that was a short bit of weird erotic fan fiction. How do you feel about re- how do you feel after reading that? Filthy. I feel twisted up inside. Oh. Then you feel a little bit like Zach when the larger man Like Zach, I feel like the larger man filled me and then <laughs> plugged me. And uh, now I'm sloshing about. And I think with that hotness it's time to get into the episode. Oh, Christ! Oh! Oh my god, I'm starting to shake, man. I know. Just don't open yourself up to them. Try it, man. Do not say you're starting to shake. Okay. Don't open yourself up to them. That can be dangerous. Come here! Do it! Stop running! Go back in. Do not run! Go back in. Come fight me in the dark. I want to provoke the hell out of him. Welcome to Come Fight Me in the Dark, the internet's only podcast with the Constitution to stand the heat and fight <laughs> Zach Bagans and his boys anywhere, even Arkansas. Oh, Arkansas. Arkansas. <laughs> I'm Eric Hoofnagel. And I'm Joel Kleinberger. <laughs> And Eric, uh, we've had a lot of episodes on Ghost Adventures, which are uh, hashtag problematic. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we have. Is this the most problematic that we've ever had? (sighs) How many times did I write problematic in my fucking notes? (laughs) This is a very racist episode. (laughs) Sexist. Potentially ableist. Yeah, it's a lot of things. And you know what's funny is it's a very problematic episode, but Zach is turned on to fucking 11. Oh my god, yes. I think that this episode is a turning point for Zach in self awareness. <laughs> oh my god, I'm feeling it too, bro. Are you really? Yeah. Oh my god, you are. Let's fucking strap on in as we discuss Ghost Adventures Season 4, Episode 9, Fort Chaffee. Chafe. <laughs> We're in Fort Smith, Arkansas, investigating Fort Chaffee. This giant military complex has been home to German POWs, Cuban refugees, and has seen hundreds die within its hospital and prison. All right, you ready for this one? 12,000 acres, our biggest lockdown ever? Good thing I'm in shape. You've been losing some weight. You're ready for this one. ready for this one. I can walk the whole thing, no problem. So maybe with all the sweat and this walking, we'll lose a couple pounds. I don't want to lose pounds. Adrian led us to Chaffee's paranormal hotspots, but with the sun beating down on the fort, there wasn't a spot in here that didn't feel hot. You all right? I just want to make sure. I hope we make it to the sundown. Guys, it's hot. It is hot. Oh, it's hell. What is the heat index? It's 108. Hot enough for you? 
check one, two, check one, two. Will you bring some ice for me and help me? Are you serious? What? Is that Aaron? What are you doing without your shirt on? You look like Bigfoot. Well, those boys better have some fucking talcum powder on them because <laughs> with the moisture and heat sloshing off of these boys, they are going to be chafed walking around Dude. there in their fucking jeans. Dude, okay, so like it's a 70,000 acre property. It's too damn big. Obviously, Fort Chafe, Chaffee used to be um, uh, or is still a military base, but portions of it have been used throughout time for a number of reasons. In World War II, it housed Nazi prisoners of war. Mm-hmm. It housed Vietnamese refugees and was the place where the guy who killed John Lennon worked. Uh-huh. Mark David Chapman. He was a like a physical education guy. <laughs> it doesn't really mean anything for this episode, but they were just like, hey. You know, honestly, knowing them, like, I bet someone had to talk them out of trying to, like, contact John Lennon. <laughs> they were probably at first like, oh, like, like we, we oh, we're going to have to, like, get EVPs of mark david chapman and they're like oh he's not dead he's not dead, <laughs> he's not dead yet. oh shit yeah. uh well, well he killed john lennon like oh let's go. oh what if we got some john lennon oh yeah totally because yeah john lennon's going to haunt fort chaffee in arkansas in arkansas in 117 degree heat yeah i'm pretty sure of all the places in the world uh john lennon would not be caught dead in arkansas for any reason I don't even know if the fucking Beatles ever went to Arkansas. Maybe they did. Look it up. Fuck. With any lockdown investigation that we do, we like to go to the library. Oh, they were at a festival in 1964. Oh. Uh, that was on their first North American tour, so they had to learn the hard way not to go back. Because they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, wearing those fucking suits. We actually know from this uh, episode that they were not the last group of immigrants that probably had some issues with the locals. Fuck, dude. (laughs) It's going to get very, very dicey. What do you mean dicey? Dicey dangerous. We got to get to the first bit of problematic shit here. Courtesy of our main guest, Lynn Mm -hmm. Merchka. 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 Like America. I believe in God and I believe in in the devil and I just don't want nothing I can't fight. Arkansas, we didn't want them in our backyard and and we got them dumped on us and and we didn't have a say. A lot of them were into voodoo and and different things like that. I fought so much I couldn't raise my arms from punching people. And I looked through the window, the only thing you could see there was his feet. I was going, oh damn, he done went and hung himself. Zach said the the violent dictator Castro opened up the port, which caused a flood of tens of thousands of immigrants invading America. Lynn was talking about how most of them were violent criminals or like insane people. Oh my god. Straight up fucking out of Trump's playbook. A hundred percent? They're rapists. They're murderers. Lynn even fucking says... The classic, we didn't want them in our backyard. We didn't have a choice. So rough, man. I didn't didn't know anything about this before, but the instant they had this gentleman who was a guard at the prison portion of this facility who said that he used to go home 
uh, so tired from punching people he couldn't lift his arms up. I was like, uh, this sounds like we have a very skewed version of history. I... When do you know it? Uh Uh-oh. It's not as though that port opened up and then all of these immigrants from Cuba just flooded our country willy-nilly. It was planned from the president. Jimmy Carter was the one who was like, yeah, we're going to set this up. We're going to take all these refugees in. It's going to be great. We're going to integrate them in American society. We're going to put them in this fort and we're going to have this system of sponsorship. Oh my God. And they put him in a fucking concentration camp. Yeah. Jesus Christ, man. Nothing's fucking changed, man. Nope. <laughs> Dude, to be fair, Governor Bill Clinton of Arkansas at that time was and still is a piece of shit. Bill Clinton, he eventually agreed to using Fort uh, Chaffee, but he initially pitched, uh, why don't we just stick them all on an aircraft carrier or put them at Guantanamo Bay? Oh, Bill. Yeah. Fucking dick. Lynn repeats this propaganda figure about how 80% of them, like the vast majority of them were criminals that came from one immigration officer in one interview. And we know how cool the immigration officers are in America. If there's any bad energy, I'm feeling it go straight through my back right about this moment. (laughs) They mentioned the riots and they show some footage, but like the riots were on account of the poor conditions, right? And the failed expectations, because these people, again, it was part of a plan because a lot of these people were trying to escape Castro. Like that was that's a that's a real thing. So the problem (laughs) was they get put in fucking Arkansas in a goddamn prison with people like Lynn who are just punching the shit out of them. And they're smearing themselves with shit so that they don't get raped. This is like the first moment of Zach feeling himself. You can see he like flashes to Aaron's camera. His little, like, devilish smile. Yeah, he's like, God, he's like, please, I can't, I I want to make a bad joke. I want to. I need this. I want to tell Aaron he's going to poop on himself so he doesn't get raped. (laughs) Oh, God. You know, I will respect Zach's... uh, Restraints? Self control just from that this was another situation sort of like when he was talking to that woman who was housed at penhurst yeah you know where he's talking to this woman in a wheelchair and she's talking about how she had to fucking like hit her head on the wall to get attention and i'm like just zach please please zach, don't please don't do anything don't say anything don't fucking don't 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 he didn't yeah and he didn't hear either and he held it together uh what little self-control he has it's unfortunate that he didn't use this newfound maturity to do any research about this situation because it really took me like five minutes to find out how like horrible this whole story was he is repeating the textbook right-wing bullshit of how all the immigrants are criminals and they're sending Mm -hmm. us their worst oh yeah we see the Uh, footage of the riots that he really makes a big deal out of they also show the footage of like the kkk members around the area my god yes they don't mention 
They don't mention that one. They don't. They don't mm, talk about the KKK. Nope. Hmm. No, because they hmm. were guarding. They were guarding. They were just worried about their backyard. They were worried, so they dressed up like ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> that's why Zach likes them because they're like, oh yeah, the spooky ghost guys. Yeah, I like them. They're cool. Dude, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. They look like ghosts. That's pretty rad. Uh, they, they ride horses. That's pretty sick. They got swords and stuff. Dragons. Oh, dude, they got wizards. Dragons and wizards. So sick. I was invited by Lynn to attend a, a meeting in a clearing in the woods where they did a ritual of burning a cross. A bunch of us dressed as ghosts, and it was so fun. Nick seemed to know several of them. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So... They don't mention the clan, which is unfortunate because the riots, like, they mention uh, how a bunch of them escaped through the front door. Like, that's not what happened. Like, a bunch of them left through the front door in protest. Like, they went on a walkout, essentially. And then what happened, Eric, was they were surrounded by the local population mm, uh, men dressed as ghosts yeah some wearing some distinctive <sighs> headwear and hoods it became a standoff police and military were like uh we got to do something we got to get an interpreter here otherwise these fucking yokels are going to start killing these cubans and the interpreter was like hey come on back we're, we're gonna we're, we are really trying to work on your situation and they peacefully agreed and walked back, and when the, when and when they got back, that's when the townsfolk decided to attack them and like force them over the walls, and like the clan started circling the building on horses and shit. That is a true recipe for a lot of trap souls. This would lead to fucking some of the most negative energy, right? Yeah. This yeah. would lead to angry fucking ghosts, but not the kind that this fucking Lynn douchebag is proposing lynn merica is straight out of a horror film he is he is that guy who's like you don't want to go up there you don't yeah. want to make that day. there's there's folks up there you don't want to know he's the person where you're like a black teenager and you wake oh up oh my like God. tied to a chair and he's just like sharpening a knife you ever heard of a sundown town boy you, you're what you're lucky that my arms are so tired from beating <laughs> up the rest of your friends and you'll remember my name america lynn lynn, lynn america, america. <laughs> Man, you guys are some sick <laughs> Well, you know what, Joel? To break the uh, the horror of that uh, yeah. as a little palate cleanser, I'm going to call on a little fashion report. Oh, uh, let's go for it. Give me the thermometer, Aaron, real quick. Look, look at me, dude. Wow. Wow. Look at my body. Whoa. Check this out, man. Dude. You look weird, bro. This is the first time I've been excited about a shirt that uh, Zach has been wearing. <laughs> um, yeah. Zach is wearing uh, a classic Zach shirt with, like, the whole, like, weird, you know, mirrored, gothic, spiky imagery. Yeah. Um, but on the top it says, toe to toe with a number two in the middle. Yeah. So I looked it up and apparently it's a, like a boxing club. Mm-hmm. But then I tried to find the shirt 
and I just Googled toe to toe shirt. And yeah. the first hit was a, uh, a black shirt with the image of a smiley face with sunglasses on. And it said, I have explosive diarrhea and a boner. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? Good enough. Uh, I can tell what kind of fucking internet hole I'm going down and I'm going to stop. Yeah. <laughs> the same energy. Same energy. Well, I mean, it is fitting given that Zach probably often has explosive diarrhea. Oh, hey. As well, we've established. We, we, we know how he mitigates that. Yeah, we do. We do. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. And, and we know why, why there's always a light click noise whenever he sits down on a hard surface. Yeah. We, always, we now know why he walks with his legs parted as much as he does. <laughs> He's always, like, leaning forward slightly. <laughs> huh. Boy, we've figured something out. Wow, man, this is it. By the way, also, Zach's hair is reaching spiky, forward-facing levels that I don't think it can, like, it can get beyond this. It's like, we're, I feel like we're hitting peak Zach. We really are. He's basically a Triceratops uh, at this oh, point. Uh, yeah, a horribly deformed Triceratops that was just all horns. Which, speaking of Zach's hair, while they're touring with one of our only other guests, uh, Joey Chasting, the museum coordinator who's showing them around where Elvis got his hair cut, Nick is like, oh, hey, I was thinking we could buzz our hair, you know, like Elvis, because it's military. And Zach looks like he's about to lose his butt plug. He is so <laughs> terrified. Dude, and like, but this is such a self-aware moment. I was thinking before we get locked down, we should all come in here and get a buzz cut. What do you yeah, think about we that? should. <laughs> Look at his face. Totally should, Zach. <laughs> One thing you don't do is touch or cut my hair. There's some darkness in this episode. There's some real darkness, which is counteracted with Zach being the biggest idiot ever. And it's also counteracted by Adrian Scalf. Oh, oh, Scalf. He's such a dork. I love him. <laughs> I love him too, dude. And I love his wife. <laughs> Let's just go off the hits before okay. we get in. Okay. Number one, sets up Bigfoot sightings. Rad. Number two, corrects Zach on his inability to say obstetrics. I think that part of Zach's curse is he cannot directly say anything about a woman's vagina without being physically hurt. No, he, he can say parts, bits, lady bits. <laughs> Yeesh. That's a women parts, doctor. Um, Number three, Adrian revels, revels in these boys' inability to deal with the heat on his home front. He doesn't even fucking seem to care, and he just laughs in the face of Zach and his boys. What is the heat index? It's 108. Hot enough for you? I've never, dude, I've never sweated like this before. Welcome to Arkansas. Wow. <laughs> He's gonna die. Before he caught the some of the best EVPs we've ever heard on the show. Hang on a second, though. Yeah? You might notice a little something <laughs> materializing oh. on my head. That is surprising. Something shining oh, on my side. Is it a katana? It sure is. Oh, 
not against Adrian. He would have a fedora too. These EVPs sound nothing like any EVPs we've heard before. Right? They sound just like a woman's voice. And funny enough, they made a huge editing mistake. Uh-oh. Because right after they played these two EVPs, they cut directly to Beverly Glynn, a woman who sounds exactly like the two EVPs played before her. Oh, shit. No other person sounds like that, but she was there. She was part of the fucking group, and she that is her fucking voice. You can go back and watch it. Oh, my God. You're probably so fucking right. I have not slashed. I have slid the blade through this mystery. I've slid it through and pulled it up. Adrian's smiling face, his smiling, dorky, <laughs> long-haired face. <laughs> A small trickle of blood from the from the corner of his mouth. As he as he slowly <laughs> slides in half, his top half falling to the ground, as Beverly, Tina, and Robin look on in horror. They scream silently as the blood goes, <laughs> just splats their face. Well, we were actually standing and we were doing an EVP session. Speaking of Adrian and Bigfoot sightings and fun, mm. Zach first looks to Aaron's like, hey, buddy, you've been here before? Because <laughs> they've been seeing a big hairy guy. It's so great because Aaron. And Aaron, Aaron's like, oh, yeah. Then they do a skit, a short skit, where they're outside and they, they, they see movement. And Zach's like, what was that? And we see this in the opening. And we're like, oh, my God. Are we about to accidentally see Bigfoot? And then it's just Aaron smoking <laughs> a cigarette shirtless on his phone. Yeah. I have to ask you, Eric, is, is this a shoot? Is this real? No. This is a skit. This is a work. They clearly set this up. I believe you. No, they absolutely set this up because number one, Aaron looks so uncomfortable about being shirtless. Well, that's the thing. That's why I want to know if it's a shoot or a work. Because if it's a work, Aaron is really unhappy to be on camera shirtless. And if it's a work, it means that Zach made him do it. Oh, yeah. No, he definitely made him do it. Oh. Absolutely. They probably told him to do some crazier shit. <laughs> they were probably like, here, put on a fucking gorilla costume yeah. and run around in the 119 degree heat yeah. in Arkansas. Dude, take, take off your pants. Yeah. <laughs> dude. No, don't, dude. Listen, man. No, this don't do be with you. They do the whole skit and Zach gets to be like, put your shirt on. You're ugly. You're so ugly. Dude, you're so hairy. Which, okay. You're so hairy and ugly. He has a tuft. He has like three hairs yeah. on the middle of his chest. As, as a fucking guy with a pelt from from <laughs> goddamn chin to dick. Like as a man also who I who has to shave his back, I will tell you. Yeah, oh yeah, no. Uh, he is not a hairy guy. I have not for the last 20 years of my life, I have never not had red irritated thighs from all of the hairs rubbing together and getting pulled out and tangled 
in between my legs. All right, that's Harry. That's so gross, Aaron. <laughs> just because Zach. <laughs> So awful. Just because Zach is perfectly smooth, like a dolphin, except for his hair, does not make Aaron hairy. There's something right there. Did you get that? Yeah, I got it. I just saw that move. Are you serious? Is that, is that Aaron? What are you doing without your shirt on? You look like Bigfoot. What are you doing, tweeting? Is that what you saw? That what you saw? A big hairy looking thing? Yeah, that's it. That's we just thought you were Sasquatch. You ugly hairy bastard. Zach is making such a fuss about the heat as the only person not carrying any equipment, which is cute. <laughs> and then he says one of the craziest things he's ever said. He says, the one thing we don't do on this show is bitch about things. And man... Nick's face speaks <laughs> volumes. Yeah. He turns and looks at Aaron and does this like tight lip smile. And then they allow, they let Zach for once complain. Oh yeah. Cause it's the first time ever. I am going to make such a super cut of Zach bitching. <laughs> oh <laughs> yes, please. Is that a snake? Oh, oh dude, no, God. no, dude, no! Oh, come on, man! Oh, oh stop oh, it! Oh, the heights! I oh. don't like peer pressure. Don't peer pressure me! Ow! Oh, oh. oh, I hit my leg! I couldn't see. You're supposed to show did me. Did you scratch? Oh, did you scratch me? Did you scratch me? I the, you're supposed to tell me if there's a wall. <laughs> there's one thing that we don't do: is bitch about things. I heard that is right behind your shoulder, dude. Shut up, man. Well, don't move. Don't move. You're safe. It's a brick wall. No, no, it's safe. It's fine. I'm not scared. I'll shut the door. No, just let it be this shut. No, it's it's not shut all the way. It's not locked. I'm not going to be able to find my way out. You got it. Just leave it. Just leave it. No. Go ahead. Go ahead. Shut it? No, I said go ahead out. Come on, man. Get the hell out of here before I change my mind. Go. Oh, man. I don't know about this, dude. I'm not even going to look down. Careful, no snakes, no snakes, I hate snakes. Ah, dude, I saw a snake, I saw a snake right there. I'm gonna run like a little girl, I don't care. I'm gonna scream and I'm gonna run because I hate snakes. What is that, a helicopter? Yeah, those are uh, those are carpenter bees. Okay. Uh, what they, do they do, Dusty, do they kill you? They're, they're... That's his flashlight. <laughs> you okay, man? Thanks, Aaron, for laughing, man, seriously. Sorry. Stop, Aaron, go away. Wait. Uh, but wait, there's more. Jesus. I wasn't even walking. That hurt like hell, man. You just got a game What is it? Stop moving. Okay, scratch. Is it? Scratch. What do you mean? Turn it off night. Okay, we'll take a picture of it. Let me see what the Alright, alright, alright. Bite? Oh, dude, feel my back right now, bro. Feel it? No, just on my back, my back and my head. I don't feel good right now, bro. Oh, this hurts. This hurts. This hurts. This hurts. What the f dude? Are you serious? Aaron, you gotta put up nothing? No, I was standing right here. Who the f did that, huh? Did someone just scratch me? But I'm not done yet. No, wait a minute, wait, wait, wait. All right, Zach, you're in the middle frame. There's no wait a minute. No, I know. Just... There's no wait a minute. You said it, man. Exactly. Mound up. Where are we? I don't know. Where the are we? Go, go, go up. I've been a doing little. this for three hours. 
No, you're right. We're not taking one of these big, comfortable-looking helicopters, which we thought we were. We're going to take little mini-me. Why is there still ash in here? I mean, to me, it does look like there may be some remnants of bone chips or something. Oh, man. Sure, but I mean, there are white pieces in there. Did I just put my hand in human ash? Look at the white fragments in there, too. Dude, I'm trying, dude. What? I don't know why. In a problematic episode, I do want to talk about this because they go on a, a trolley ride through the historic downtown, which I'm sure is just thrilling. Oh, riveting. But but Zach gets the full public transportation experience. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, God, it's hot in here. With no air conditioning in here? No. I'm Zach. I'm gone. How you doing, man? Uh, we got... Uh, we got... What? Steamed oil cracked out. You gotta keep them oiled? And get still fries. Fresh is on. He's like a colorful Arkansas character whose southern drawl is like nearly indecipherable. Zach is actually engaging with John. Like, and like, it's it's because Zach keeps taking to the camera of like this fucking guy that I feel like it's a bit mean spirited. But John is obviously having fun with the boys. Yeah, they're singing. They're having a good time. He's telling them stories that they're not following along with. And speaking of singing, uh, what fucking moron doesn't know the goddamn words to working on the railroad, Zach? (laughs) Did he just come fully formed as like a middle schooler? Maybe he's like that that sci-fi trope of born hot yesterday. Yeah. Like he came out of like a weird like lab incubator, fully formed and fully adult, and he was just like he was like duh, and they were like, oh, quick, we gotta like we gotta teach him enough that he can go and hunt ghosts, and then they were like, and then there was a quick montage of them pushing him through like one week of every single grade, and then they're like, all right, you're good, and then he like. It emerges from a vault in fucking downtown Las Vegas. Then that's when, you know, the title comes up and it's a movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that image. I love that image. Like all, all of the, the childhood pictures and middle school pictures that people have had. That's like, that's like fucking psyops from the government. Oh, weird deep fakes. Yeah, definitely. Really? He just, yeah. he just like, you know, fucking in 2001, they, they drained the green goo that his naked body was submerged in. And then they fucking yeah. Billy Madison him through school, <laughs> which is yeah. which is why he yeah. doesn't know what a fucking pigeon is. And he's confused by yeah. birds constantly. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, I can just imagine him him like Billy Madison style, like sitting in a teeny <laughs> tiny little like desk chair, <laughs> just totally shirtless yeah. and just oh, just drooling as they're trying to run him through everything. I think we found something. I think this is our first real big come fight me in the dark conspiracy. Zach is born hot yesterday. He's a tube person. He's a uh, futuristic Tube baby man. Yeah. <laughs> man baby. And one of the only words they totally fucked up on when he was going through the schooling was uh, thur. 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 thur and uh, situation. Yeah, he never quite got those. <laughs> no. <laughs> and they were like, on the test, they're like, ah, fuck it, good enough. It's good enough. Good enough. It's, Ve- it's Vegas, baby. It's Ve- Let him go. It's Vegas, baby. He's hot <laughs> enough for TV. Send him out there. <laughs> Your lives may be in danger. Why? 
You've seen things that weren't to be seen. Well, after Zach shows that he never learned I've been working on the railroad and thus is a goopy tube person. Yes. We actually get right into the lockdown. Yeah, we do. <laughs> this is how Ghost Adventures crew gets locked down. I can't wait to get locked in here. I'm just pumped. You guys pumped? Yeah. Let's go get this started. I'm nervous. No! They're locked in by Ivy Owen, which is like... Ivy Owen sounds like a porn star. Sounds like a porn star. Oh my God. (laughs) Definitely. Like that sounds like a hot ass porn star. And instead it's like a racist old man that owns this massive creepy ass property. They get locked in. Zach and Aaron start doing their X cams and, and Zach acknowledges for the first time that Aaron is cutting weight and looking good. Yeah, he does. But you know what? I don't know if that was on purpose or if that was just part of their goof about. Because that's when they make it into a goof. Yeah, well, all this running around, we're probably going to lose a bunch of pounds. Tries to go for the high five, which is all like a setup. And then Zach goes, I don't want to lose a couple pounds. Because he's all about the gains. See, I'm telling you, this episode is all about self-awareness. Yeah. They are fully coming into awareness of, like, how they come across to their audience. Yeah. Oh, no, for sure. Yeah. We are coming into fucking wrestling territory. Where <laughs> I, I really am starting to wonder what are works and what are shoots. And, and works, for those who are not nerds, works are setups fakes storylines mm. shoots are things that are real mm. Mm. i feel okay. like this might be a shoot though because i feel like this is some zach dominating aaron where zach gives him a little meat a little, a little something and aaron gets really excited he's like yeah oh aaron, zach's not calling me a fat pig that's great He's not commenting about, like, this, yeah, I have lost weight. And then he goes up for the high five, and Zach stonewalls and denies him and says, I don't want to lose pounds. Like, it's like a classic abuser move, right? You build them up a little bit and then just kick the fucking legs right out from under them. ready for this one. ready for this one. I can walk the whole thing, no problem. So maybe with all the sweat and this walking, we'll lose a couple pounds. I don't want to lose pounds. Are you mad at me? Are you mad at me? Do you like me? Do you like me? And then we get a fucking nerd alert. <laughs> These creepy old buildings are connected by miles and miles of above ground tunnels. It literally felt as if we were in the video game Doom. Get those nerds! Nerd! Nerd! This is when... Zach suddenly starts hearing old-timey music. Yeah, Eric, did you hear some ragtime, some old 40s or 50s music? No, I didn't hear (laughs) shit. I turned it way up. I did the whole thing. I had, like, my best headphones on, volume all the way up, (laughs) hands cupped over the headphones to ensure... (laughs) This episode brought to you by Bose. (laughs) Not even Bose can get you fucking what this EVP is. It sounds like, at best, it sounds like a distant bug sound, which they are in Arkansas in the fucking summer. It is bug central, man. And fucking people, because they're on an active military base. Anyone could be listening to music. Yeah, it could be coming over from the base. 
they they say like after they get this old timey music, they leave and they set up an X camera, and then we got a whole minute of what sounds like construction, and it's like it's a fucking raccoon, man. Like, <laughs> which is a warlock. <laughs> Spoiler alert: the evidence of this episode mostly garbage. Yeah, you can really tell because about half of the lockdown involves them hanging out with Billy Tully. But when I went back and listened to the tape I was recording, there was somebody throwing up violently in the background. Zach does get hit by one urb in this episode, which doesn't lead to anything. <laughs> the next part, they go to the OBGYN building, and Zach opens up with a funny goof, where, because he has a mask, you can't understand what he's oh, saying. God. It's really funny. Ooh, it's a goofy, goofy goof time. Nick adds to the goof, make it even better. Because he says, uh, translation, subtitles for Zach, they're in the... <laughs> I don't know if you're ready for this, Witches and Warlocks. They're in the OBG Kenobi uh, room. Uh, Why don't we get him in here? We're going to find out if Subtitles, Zach said, we're in OVG one Kenobi's hut. <laughs> God, dude. And then, like, just earlier, too, there was this moment. <laughs> oh, man, I had to flex my wokeness. Yeah. Zach was like, boys don't go to the OBGYN. <laughs> and I was like, eh, not necessarily, Zach. And I immediately thought of him running into Buck Angel outside of a fucking OBGYN and being like, what? what? Oh, my God. Look at your gains. I'm so con what? Zach, Zach would just be like, oh, bro, bro. Bro, you're huge, bro. Bro, you're huge. And then, and then Buck Angel would just be like, I have a vagina. And Zach would probably turn to stone. <laughs> I don't think I think that that's that would be that would be a moment where he would just stop moving and a bunch of like agents would show up and grab him to take him back to the lab to reset. We got to deprogram. We got to deprogram. Oh, he fuck, can't oh, know. Fuck, oh, he fuck. can't know he about this. Goes goes fucking T pose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that his programming kicks in. He T poses and just like starts fucking clipping through the ground. <laughs> his mouth opens. It's just a dial tone. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I am so shocked that they didn't notice or hear the sound of every vagina within 50 miles snapping shut after this fucking joke. <laughs> maybe maybe that's what all that noise was they were picking up in the hallway. They're like, it sounds like hammering yeah. and, and like a bunch of work. And it's just the sound of vaginas slamming, slamming shut. Yeah. Dry. dry. Yeah. Why don't you like men? And then they get an EVP that says, it's getting hot in here. And we know the rest. It's Nelly. Yeah. So take off it's all your clothes. It's fucking Nelly. Dude, dude, they just picked up a radio frequency yeah. <laughs> of some Nelly. <laughs> and then the boys strip down and then uh, they double team Zach's it's hole. This episode is kind of writing its own sexual Ghost Adventures fan fiction because they- Oh, totally. They get, it's getting hot in here. And then- Next, they go to the building that apparently held the mentally ill folks, 
And the action gets hotter and wetter and closer as Zach <laughs> yes! demands a this is what her eyes see moment so that him and Aaron can embrace. They can touch each other <laughs> on the shoulders and look into each other's eyes under the cover of darkness. It's so funny because first Zach's like, dude, don't touch me. Don't fucking touch me. And then like Aaron's like, no, it's okay, man. Yeah. Just, just like the story we opened up with. Man, if this had ended with a kiss instead of him poking him in the fucking eye. <laughs> I would have been way happier. I mean, it may have ended up with a kiss, but then Nick, it ruins it with like, it looks really weird from my perspective, bro. Yeah, fuck you, Nick. Cock block. Cock block, yeah. Yeah. Zach was ready to have that plug taken out of his hole for the larger man. Started out with a kiss. How did it end up like this? (laughs) But then, yeah. I mean, again, like Nick, Nick only said that because he's feeling left out. Because he realized... It was only a kiss! It was only a kiss! <laughs> well, and then Zach, of course, does have to smack Aaron in the eye. And this is where the episode really goes downhill for Aaron. I mean, this whole episode's been bad for Aaron. Let's be honest. <laughs> and then and then they're like, okay, Aaron, get in the fucking cell. Get in the stupid cell. And they push him in the cell, and then they shut the door so hard that he gets stuck. Yeah. And I thought, man, this episode's taking a turn. <laughs> They're going to have to get a locksmith out there. (laughs) (laughs) They say his corpse is still there today. But Zack can't open the door. Yeah, well, it's because he's not as strong as Aaron's leg. The amount of horrible chemicals that he brings in after smashing through this fucking door because he fucking. was not wearing his fucking mask. Oh, I'm the juggernaut, bitch! <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous, man. Like, this, like, is there any level of respect to the location? <laughs> or is it because it's, like, breaking down, they're just like, nah, fuck shit up, guys, go for it. Ivy is watching from his own network <sighs> of like cameras from when he does his saw-esque torture of local women he immediately after locking them in just walked right over to the military area like and was like guys suit me up all the best shit and he's got a fucking helmet on and like like night vision goggles that see heat and he's like watching through the walls with a sniper (laughs) rifle damn boys are up to no good the only reason that they survived is as we see the shot of Ivy looking through the sniper rifle with the thermal, we see behind him materialize out of the darkness a bearded figure covered no, in mud. No, lift, lifting himself out of the mud behind him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then a, a fucking short knife. He's just like... <laughs> just grabs him around the mouth. Yeah. <laughs> The devil has the voice of many waters. I am taking yours now. Holy shit. Damn, dude. What will happen next? I have no idea. They leave Aaron alone, which is very funny. First, Nick and Zach start hearing banging on the walls. And Nick is like, oh my god, this banging is going towards Aaron. Like, what the fuck? (laughs) And this is actually, like, legitimately the scariest part of the episode. Not because of, like, the fact it might be a ghost, but because this is, of all the locations they've been, this is the closest to, like, it turning into a horror movie 
from some fucking Arkansas Hill person just like oh, running up on those boys. Hills have eyes. Holy shit. This would be a great setup. Fucking lost in 70,000 acres. Hunting ghosts, but they turn out they're getting hunted. Oh my god, that's a it's a perfect horror movie oh, setup. Oh, and you could do it like totally found footage style. Yeah, Nick is like, "Oh, hey, this this banging is going towards Aaron." And like they start looking around and they just hear just a fucking scream and like a pounding. Just a muffled scream. <laughs> and then suddenly Aaron's just gone through a fucking yeah. hole in the old rotten wall. Yeah, and then they have to review like the X camera tape to see what happened. And they can just see something like something shadowy like moving through the window or something. Yeah. And they fucking black bag him and <laughs> take him out the back. Oh shit. I'd be so into that. That'd be such a good movie. Did they just leave me? Zach, Zach! They get locked into the more prison part of the concentration camp. To hang back with our favorite American, Lynn. <laughs> Lynn American! For once, Zach is using a man as a trigger object, so breaking new ground. Does he call him a trigger object? He would never call a man an object, Eric. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, and, shit. And what's worse is that they have now, as Zach said, allowed Billy on an investigation to be live with them. As, as much as I hate... The fact that Billy Tully is anywhere near a television that I'm watching. The fact that they're doing this thing where they're showing kind of like how the sausage gets made where we don't hear anything on the EVP, but they do a freeze frame and they're like, boom, EVP captured here. And then mm -hmm. later live review it is, mm -hmm. is actually, I think, pretty engaging television. Instead of playing exactly what they're not hearing... They're sort of being like, asterisk, something's happening here, and you'll find out. And that's fun. It is a great way to increase the tension. It's unfortunate that tension gets released by... <laughs> Billy Tully! <sighs> and <sighs> seeing him is always bad enough. Like, that's... if His face is a nightmare. Dude, did you see how Lynn Merica looks <laughs> at his fucking mohawk. Yeah. There's a moment where they're walking away from Billy and Lynn is stuck behind just staring down <laughs> at at Billy's hair and he's like he's like, it's just not right. Not in my backyard. Not in my backyard. What are you, some kind of Satanist? <laughs> Lynn, Lynn is just like trying not to lift his arms to fucking strangle Billy <laughs> around his pudding neck. Yeah. <laughs> and, and like Billy talking uh, is he has the worst voice. Why did Zach pick him? Because Billy loves him so much. He'll do anything for him. Yeah, he he is. He's a goon. He's his lackey. We hear his whiny fucking hellscape <laughs> of a voice. Like, listen to this. What does this say? <laughs> pimps. And. Pimps. 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 Oh, pimps. Oh, pimps. Oh, twins. Oh, that's. Oh, we're hearing some funny stuff on here, Zach. Shrimp. Mm, shrimp. Shrimp. What? Wine. <laughs> shrimp. So. Oh, wow. That was loud. Uh, <laughs> 
it is fun to see how they determine what the EVPs say as it's just a game of yes and the first person to throw out the best offer there everyone's like oh yeah yeah no it's just coffee cafe it's just coffee cafe they like coffee <laughs> it's coffee, coffee cafe oh yeah 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 fucking lynn america is like oh those boys they did like their coffee mm, they were fiends for that coffee they liked it sweet they liked it strong <laughs> as if he, he he makes it sound like that's just so sinful yeah so decadent, those Cubans and their coffee. I, I sincerely doubt a Starbucks has made it to wherever fucking Lynn is from. <laughs> Maybe, yeah, the only coffee they get is Folgers. Starbucks is too liberal. We didn't want them in our backyard. The first they get Get Out, which Lynn is just like, oh, oh, oh. I guess I gotta leave then. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm gonna sell the whole thing. <laughs> that gets a polite laugh from all the boys who are afraid that yeah. if they don't, <laughs> Lynn's gonna fucking just like pin them down and start punching the back of their fucking skulls. <laughs> Please laugh. <laughs> and then, then they get, according to Billy, who is so excited, he's like, it's hot. I'm here to fuck you. And he looks at Zach. Yeah, it's hot in this building, and I'm here to fuck you. Which, who the fuck knows? Dude, it's the ghost of Nelly. Yeah. <laughs> before Nelly was dead. It's, it's, Nelly was fucking astral projecting. He was taking a nap. And they say it, Zach. I think Billy leads that charge just because Billy wants to fuck Zach. <laughs> and that's basically it. Zach kind of reinforces the narrative of the right wing of how all these immigrants were bad and we get out of the episode i'm ready to get out of here i'm ready to get the hell out of here i'm out sure i'm out get out i'm out i'm out good idea great idea evidence bad uh location pretty good i like the location story behind location horrifying um and we get some decent goof goof abouts yeah. It's a good Ghost Adventures episode, except that none of the ghosts are there. Yeah, it's a good Ghost Adventures episode. It's not a good adventure with ghosts. Also, like, this so feels like the peak before the fall into disgrace yeah. and, like, sorrow. Yeah. You know? It makes me think of, like, uh, like Requiem for a Dream. <laughs> Things just seem to be working out for a minute. And then that's that quick turn into the depths of Billy Tully. <laughs> that's that's good. That's Billy Tully's theme. Oh, oh my god! Billy Tully's face going ass to ass. <laughs> Billy Tully not taking it out for air is the worst thing I can conceptualize. <laughs> Oh, yet again, deep fake technology. No, every no, single one, we no. just, every single one's Billy Tully. Requiem for a Tully. And then we get to see Billy Tully go ass to ass with himself. Are you sure you would ever recover? No, I'm I'm feeling rather <laughs> ill thinking about it. I want to, I want to fight Zach it would, it would be Jennifer Connelly's body, but with a <laughs> Billy Tully. I want to fight face. Zach Bagans. I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> This is oh, horrible. That's fuck. the worst thing I could possibly imagine. <laughs> oh, no. No. 
Yeah, but anyways, that's kind of how I'm feeling about this episode. It feels <laughs> like we're looking at the peak, the peak of of Ghost Adventures, and I feel the turn coming. They don't even seem concerned with the lack of real evidence. No, they're fucking flying high. Now that they're going into their fourth season, they're like, yeah, we're like a thing. We're an institution. <laughs> yeah. And it's just a matter of time before it all crumbles down as as fucking Billy Tully's stupid face emerges from the darkness <laughs> to kiss Zack's ring. And take the mantle from Nick. Nick looking up and and the light is starting to disappear over him. And fucking Billy Tully's face is eclipsing the sun. <laughs> and he just says, Pimp! <laughs> He's blowing the fucking, like, Aztec death whistle. <laughs> well, speaking of blowing the Aztec death whistle, Aye. it's time to blow that whistle and challenge Zach Vegas to come fight us. In the dark. In the heat. This is very dangerous, guys. It's like we're going in for the attack. I would be ready to perform an exorcism. Show me your power. You guys are playing with fire. We, I think we know where Zach's power comes from, and it's his hair. Mmm. Mmm, Samson. And Sung Soo once said in The Art of War that to defeat your enemy... You find out what gives them strength and make it what gives them weakness. Mm. I want to invite Zach back to Fort Chaffee in their long labyrinthian tunnels. And just like Zach's obvious favorite video game, Doom, what happens in the camera that I'm holding in the first person view instead of a chainsaw. <laughs> It's hair clippers. And the fucking rip and tear doom music starts as the worst nightmare he possibly can have is happening. And I'm chasing him through the hallways. (laughs) Rip and tear. Boy, that is uh, that is some Texas Chainsaw Massacre for Zach. Yeah, it's TCM, but with hair clippers. You know how you could really get him? It's not even, like, shave it all off. Just shave, like, the top off. Just do, like, a jackass. Just surprise. Just go, just buzz a little bit, and he'll just cry. Get him from the center of the front all the way back to the back. Just all the way through the middle. (laughs) Reverse mohawk. Oof. You know what he would do is he would go after Billy Tully and (laughs) shave off his fucking mohawk and paste it on. Yeah. (laughs) He will become, like, Leatherface, but for his hair. I think that since you have taken his power, I'm going to increase his already existing weakness. Ooh. So Zach, freshly shorn, he's probably not feeling so good about himself, um, but I'm going to invite him to meet um, a bodybuilder um, for a little pump off. They're going to do a little pumping. They're going to do a little action. Mm-hmm. But then these two are also going to have to wrestle nude. Mm. And this bodybuilder is uh, Buck Angel. <laughs> yeah. Um, he is going to be so excited to find this fucking burly dude who's bald. Yeah. And he's going to be like, it's okay to be bald. You're a buff dude. It's going to be fine. He's going to take Zach under his wing. Make him make him trust yeah. him. Give him some body positivity. 
And when they finally start their little wrestle, mm-hmm. they get together and they disrobe. And Zack sees the man with a pussy. <laughs> He's going to lose. He's going to lose everything. I, I, I imagine they do like Turkish oil wrestling where they have those like leather pants on. <laughs> And the whole point is, like, to get your hand in the fucking pants and, like, pull their underwear up and, like, flip them over. And, like, Zach's hand just slips in the oil. And he's like, there's... What is that? And then Buck, in that moment, feeling Zach feeling around at his lack of a dick, Buck looks at him in his eyes and just gives him a little wink, blows him a little kiss, and... Jumps right on fucking top of him. <laughs> oh. And he will go into T-pose and he will start doing a dial tone and the agents will come out and take him back to be reset. And then Aaron just looks at the camera and says, dude, not again. <laughs> dude. Oh, dude. <laughs> Gonna have to take a big step back to the lab. <laughs> Is that all you can do? Is just make some stupid little noises? That's not going to make me scream like a little girl. Dance floor is yours. Show yourself. This has been an amazing time. Mm. Mm. Yes. Are, are you retiring? <laughs> I am retiring. <laughs> and Billy Tully gets to be the editor now. Oh. No. <laughs> yeah, Billy. Oh. I wake up in a sweat. <laughs> As yeah, as as Billy Tolley, you hear his voice. Like, oh, we're gonna be such pimps together, such pimps. <laughs> yeah, I wake up in a cold sweat, and I'm like, my God, it was just a dream. And then I look over, and Billy sits up in the bed with me, <laughs> with his little butthole mouth and his little soul patches. Last night was amazing. It's okay, honey. And then I I, I wake up in the lab in a fucking tube so with Doctor Billy Tolley on the outside. <laughs> We have beaten this joke to death. It doesn't matter. Next time, that next time, on on this fucking show, we are going to the Amargosa Opera House. The episode description says the crew battles a vicious spirit with a penchant for hating men. Oh, that is that's gonna be great. <laughs> well, Eric, you know what's great? What? I love for you. Oh, that is great. I got I got a great one for you. Yeah? Yeah? My love. Oh. Yeah. Witches and Warlocks, <laughs> our love for you is also great. It is, sure is. Witches and Warlocks, good night. All right, good night. All right, all you Witches and Warlocks out there, thank you so much for listening. Eric and I, we really appreciate it. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, and iTunes by searching Come Fight Me in the Dark or at CFMITD. You can check out our Patreon for exclusive bonus content like our continued Paranormal Challenge series. Come Fight Me in the Dark After Dark for all the stuff that's too hot for the pod and new skits. And that's at CFMITD as well. Send us an email at comefightmeinthedark at gmail.com with any questions, stories, and fan art we We love hearing from you, so thank you so much for listening, and have a good night.